I'm Caleb. I'm Haley. And I'm having coffee, coffee with, with my, my ex. ex. We're getting so good at that. Ah, uh, week 12, correct? Yeah. What a journey it's been. For sure. We had a sweat session yesterday. Mm-hmm. And after doing the sweat session, we thought that at midnight, it was a good t- a good chance to do it again. Oh, so- yeah. <laughs> you got up and you I don't know why Cameron started playing the sweat I session I don't know he started playing it it was my first sweat session back in like over a month and so I was like super excited to be there not only was it my first sweat session back in a while it was my playlist right like it was like all my favorite songs and so I was just having like the best time and so when Cameron put it on I was like so excited because I knew I had a good time today and so I just started dancing to our to us I started taking the class. It started like step by step. You got up and you were just like bopping around. Yeah. You like got out of your chair and started dancing <laughs> with the screen. And then you started singing. <laughs> and then you started going full out. And that's when I joined. Yeah. And then we did the whole thing. We did the whole thing without even realizing. I was dripping sweat. You were. I posted the video, which I probably shouldn't have. No, it's funny. I think people like it. We were a wreck. But I was living. Yeah. I was having a great time. And we never work out to ourselves. So it was a nice chance to I mean, see what people experience. No, yeah. We would like we're not weird. <laughs> but uh, last night we were. Last night we were. I had a great time. Yeah. So we did that and now we're here today. Mm-hmm. Haley has prepared my coffee for me. I did. We are well, I guess I can't talk about what we're doing today, but we're doing exciting things today. Yeah. And Yeah, uh, we're doing two exciting things today that we can't talk about. That sucks. What is the other one? What's the other thing we do? Oh, it's very exciting. I forgot about that. <laughs> Soon, guys. Soon. That's like so annoying. I hate when people don't tell me like. Tell Allison me just texted us this week and she said, don't you dare talk about something on the podcast and then say you can't talk about it. <laughs> but like, it's really exciting. <laughs> we want to share. We just can't. can't but we need yet. you to know that we want to. We want to so bad. Oh my god. Good stuff is happening, guys. Good stuff is happening. Not the coronavirus, though. No. That's not good. No. And I feel like this has gone on for such a long time, mm-hmm. and we just found out it might get extended to July. Well, uh, for LA. I think it It said, like, absolutely will be extended to July. <laughs> By might be, it means, like, yes, it will be. So we're just preparing for this to be our lives from now on. Yeah. And I feel like the past few weeks... Especially for me, I've just noticed more like my your body's changing. Like you feel a little bit different. You might you don't feel as tight or as as good as you used to. And I feel like I've been seeing a lot of people post about just feeling like their bodies are are it's either feels different or it looks different, and it's like triggering people's mental health and their body image and body dysmorphia and all these other things that go into it. So. Mm-hmm. I feel like this would be a great time to chat about it because I think everyone's probably feeling it. Mm-hmm. Amen. No matter who you are. Right. Oof. Uh, oof. 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 <laughs> Get your water and die. Get your I water really and die. I really am thirsty. I'm so parched. You should have thought about that before we started this podcast. No. Get your water and you will die. <laughs> yeah, I think that you're right. And I, I think that we were not obviously prepared for this to be like a long-term ordeal and so, you know, you start out and you're like, you know, it's fine. Like, this isn't going to last that long. Just, like, give yourself some grace and just do what you can or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then now, now, at least for us, we have to think a little bit more long term. Like, okay, what does this look like every, for, like every day? Yeah. Because it matters. Because 
obviously we want to feel good and like want to look good for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so when like you feel so out of control, the first thing that you want to do is like revert to bad habits because it seems to be like the only way you can control the situation, Um, which is something that like is very common. It's not like you are... I think that's normal. For doing, for it's sure. a very normal thing. I feel like giving yourself grace, that's been like the MO. That's what people have said. Hey, do, do this. Like, this is everybody's time to just chill out, be kind to yourself, be patient. But now that it's gone on for so long, that grace, it starts to get hard because it's not like, oh, this is a short period of time. It's right. a long time. Yeah. And they, these are going to be consequences that might last for a while. Mm hmm. And not even just the physical, but the psychological as well. Just re, just figuring out how to learn to accept your new body mm-hmm. and a, the new way of life. And I think that's so difficult. And I feel like for me, it's kind of triggered how I used to feel. And I mean, I've had a really bad, obviously, relationship with my body personally. And I just feel like this is kind of bringing out the worst in it and making me just hypercritical and overanalyze and be like, all this progress you've made and now you are just back to square one. Which is crazy to to think about because like, where are you going? Like, what are you doing? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you realize that it's not even about like how everyone else perceives you. Like, how you perceive yourself like trumps everything. Mm-hmm. Which could be a bad thing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because, I mean, when you look at people, I saw someone the other day post who is one of my fitness influencers that I follow. And they are shredded, ripped, like more than I will ever be. And they were like, oh yeah, I just have to give myself grace lately because I know my body is changing and it's not what it used to be. And I'm just looking at them and I'm like, what? I would never think that. But But like they feel that too. It's only about, it's about you and what Mm -hmm. you see and it's all relative. Mm -hmm. So try to keep that in mind is what you see probably isn't what everybody else sees, which is also why... I feel like body image issues are so common because it's you perpetuating it inside of your own head as well as the media perpetuating it. So it Mm -hmm. both works together and creates this like false reality. Yeah, 100%. So I've recently kind of learned that the term body positivity isn't as positive as everyone thinks. And I, it always felt kind of like, weird and like wrong like the term like mm-hmm. body positivity yeah like i don't know what about it like it kind of like just like rubs you the wrong way like you're not allowed to feel bad right right if like if, if you want to change or if you don't if you're unhappy one day like that's wrong like yeah. you should be so super stoked about your body 100 percent of the time right and i've learned it's triggering for a lot of people yeah because then like the instead of allowing yourself to feel those feelings you go straight into like covering up and like Mm -hmm. just trying to be as happy as possible like wherever you are and it's like very damaging to your how you feel like your relationship with food and your body right because you're allowed to feel things and then it skews you because sometimes when you eat certain things or at least for me like when i eat certain things or i'm not active my brain will send me signals and it's like hey you like don't eat that all the time or maybe you should have tried a little bit harder today. Like some of those signals are good and I, you have to be careful which ones you shut down mm-hmm. and which ones are actually gonna help you get to where you wanna go. Mm-hmm. Cause they're very different. Cause one can just make you feel like a piece of shit mm-hmm. and the other can really help you grow. But both seem to be viewed as negative, I feel like in the body positive movement. Mm-hmm. So. And I feel like it's kind of 
it feels kind of um, weird because people label us like as a group as like body positive. Right. And it always is kind of like, oh. like I just want like we're just like existing as we are. Like mm-hmm. there's no like real message we're trying to send other than like, yeah, we're all just like people like dancing because we love to dance like the problem is everyone else and the fact that you're viewing this as something new and revolutionary it's well it's interesting too because i feel like it is like people always talk about how they love how inclusive we are and it's it's important to be inclusive and that's amazing Mm -hmm. but it's also it's just i don't know how to say it correctly it's just not something forced yeah and it's not something that's like it's not like been like the point right it's never been the point it just happens to be something that people relate to mm-hmm. because i think all three of us i don't think any of us walk around every day being like i love my body so much there's <laughs> nothing i would change about it <laughs> so like no not at all yeah. and i don't think that's bad i think right. i mean i think you should love your body mm-hmm. and i think the it's all bodies are incredible obviously wherever they are but i think it's only human to find things that maybe you don't like or things you want to change and not all of that is bad and even if it is bad it's just human yeah you just can't help but not think those thoughts right it's just like the sooner you realize that the better because like everyone goes through it like even like the most shredded person Mm -hmm. is like doesn't feel good enough they're comparing themselves to something else which is something else when i talk about is like instagram and the media and like even myself, we were talking about this last night, how I, whenever I first started the fitness marshal, I was like super, super skinny. Mm-hmm. Like I had no muscle tone at all. I was just skin and bones. You were a little twig. <laughs> I was a little twig. And I feel like people compare me a lot because people still like enjoy those videos all the time. So I'm sure it's like they go back and forth between new videos and old videos. Right. They see the difference. But I was also like four years younger. But um. I was like going through a really hard time and I don't even know why, but like I, I wasn't eating and I, I associate that person like very negatively, Mm -hmm. but I feel like people compare me to that constantly and it's like, oh, she's gained weight. Oh, like, oh, is she pregnant? Oh, these videos aren't working because she got fatter. Like things like, things like that, which is like, they, like, they're probably viewing me in those earlier videos like oh she's so skinny she's as fit as she ever was and and it's just like there's so much more to the story than like what my body looked like during that time right a person's body (laughs) dimensions do not tell anything about i mean okay i don't want to say that it does sometimes tell about health Mm -hmm. i mean underweight and overweight that's a thing but you can't look at someone and be like oh they're thinner so they must be happier they they must be working out like you like the adele thing exactly (laughs) you don't know someone's story so you can if someone is excited about the way they look and they want to celebrate it and talk about it then sure congratulate them but it's less about the way they look and it's more about like oh you worked really hard to do that you put your mind to something you you try to eat to be healthier and mm-hmm. this is maybe a byproduct but to assume also someone like Adele I'm glad you brought that up because when p- normal people see that and they say oh well she did it and I didn't so what's wrong with me mm-hmm. you don't know one she went through a horrible divorce mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's why right but she obviously spent a lot of time and money on 
resources and access to the best nutritionists, the best trainers. Right. And so there is this perception of, oh, this is just so easy to do. Why can't I do it? And it's so much deeper than that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And with us, it's like with that time with you, you were literally, I remember you didn't, you didn't eat. No. It was bad. <laughs> it's not funny, but I, I did. <laughs> and you also didn't have like a concept of healthy or unhealthy foods. Like what, right. what am I putting into my body at all? Right. And as far as working out and stuff, it's just the Haley now versus the Haley then. You are so much healthier. Yeah. And I feel so much healthier and just like happier. And like, but you wouldn't know that just from like looking at me. Right. You know what I noticed the other I was looking at the company video and I was that's when I was doing like my no carb thing <laughs> and I need to stop leaning back. <laughs> I was doing the, like the no carb thing and I was I had great muscle tone. I mean, I lost fat like I was your girl was ripped skin a little tea. bit. She was skinty and lean. Yeah. But I remember once I stopped doing that, like I I my body changed a little bit, but I feel so much better. Yeah. And I'm so ha much happier. Yeah. Like, I don't have to freak out about not eating certain things. And yeah. I feel like my quality of life has increased since I gave myself permission to eat bread sometimes. Yeah. And to not be so, so crazy about it. So I just think, and I would never want to go back to that person. So I think mm -hmm. it's just, you have to be so careful when you're looking at people because it's, it's more about you trying to project what you want to be. And so you see someone who looks a certain way and you're like, oh, they, that must be the goal that I should be aspiring to. They must be happy. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where we get into trouble when we project that onto people. Right, because, and I talk about this all the time, like the story behind like how people look is so different than what we think it is. Mm -hmm. Like I'm sure not a lot of people knew that I wasn't eating right. or that you literally didn't have a single slice of bread for like a year and a half. You know what I mean? And, and I think that it takes a while for, and I, once again, I were talking about this last night. It takes a while for you to even understand what you, you were going through, like with your body. That's why you have to look at people with like a grain of salt, I guess mm -hmm. is the right way to put it, because you never know like what's happening. They probably don't even know what's happening. And it's like not, it's not their, and not talking about people like in the public eye. It's not, they don't owe it to you to tell you what's going on, but it does help because it puts everything into perspective. Like, like Taylor Swift, when she was talking about in her documentary, how she was like, so, so skinny, mm -hmm. um, like before, like back in the day, whatever, like during the 1989 yeah. era or whatever. And she was talking about like how she like just like wouldn't eat and she was working out all the time but she didn't even know what she was doing and the minute that she started like taking care of her body and like eating and like working out in like a healthier way for her and she like put on weight but like that's how she was like always kind of meant to look right but she didn't know that because she never allowed herself to do that and i think it's really important because like but you would ne you would never know you would think okay that's just how she's built She's built like a supermodel. Well, then you think someone like Taylor Swift, who does uh, does become so big that she is now the standard for women. Mm -hmm. And so she's, her body, when other people see her body, they're like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. But in her mind, she knows she's the standard too. And when she's getting fittings and when she's in magazines, they're making her smaller. Mm -hmm. And they, they're they're saying, oh, this is the Taylor Swift that the, we love that looks so hot and good. So then she's trying to be that. Yeah. And then other people think that that's the standard. So it's just like a whole big circle because it's not like it's any one person's fault. It's just right. this collective shit show. Yeah. 
I remember this one thing she was she was saying she was like if you if you like don't eat then you don't have that ass that everyone wants but if you do eat and you have that ass you don't have that flat stomach that everyone wants and you just can't make everyone happy because like you're not going to and that's why you get high def lipo (laughs) (laughs) and then you can make everyone happy and i think that's why also um people like instagram models or social media influencers they perpetuate obviously this bad body image but again they're posting their body every day and they're getting real-time comments about the way they look from day to day which is yeah. like you were saying last night that's not normal yeah that's not normal riley or, riley oh my god <laughs> <laughs> caleb was wanting to watch boss bitch yeah. last night and i hadn't seen it i like saw the teaser that we had to post and i was just like hey, i don't know. <laughs> It's like I can't I can't watch these videos of myself every week anymore. Like I like to watch them every once in a while, but like I I felt I felt good that that day like in myself. Mm-hmm. And every time I feel good about myself and then I see a comment that's like oh she's fat. Literally someone said, "Oh, Haley's gaining weight, but I like her fat." Or something. Oh my crazy. gosh. <laughs> like something crazy. Where do people get off? I don't, I don't they know. literally don't think that we're real. No, no, absolutely not. But it's then that I realized that like I that I felt good that day, and like I can't let I cannot let like these comments of people that I don't know, even though like obviously like it's gonna happen, like that's gonna affect me. But like I think just kind of like having some space in between, like it's not normal to have video footage of yourself every single week posted for millions of people to see while you're like dancing, like you're not like posing and like a flattering way like i don't get to like right. work my angles no I'm you're dancing. bending over I'm like bending over like it's just like it's not it doesn't always like feel good to watch but like i remember feeling confident that day and i so i just have to i have to believe that and lean into that and not let what everyone else sit like say about me or like me watching myself critiquing myself literally only looking at myself and not even like how much fun i'm having I'm smiling i'm literally just looking at my body and it's not normal or okay. And what you're right with these Instagram models, they just like, they post pictures of their body every single day and get all these comments. And like, all it does is like... Mess with your mind. Yeah. Well, so maybe I should use that like liquefy tool. Maybe I should take that out. Yeah. And then it just makes it worse. So yeah. it's just like everybody's insecurities is perpetuating the cycle of this this body image that doesn't exist. And nobody has... I mean, some people have it. Sure, Maybe. Right, but, but it's not it's not the standard. It's not the standard. It there's is no, the there's exception. No standard. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's the exception. And I think if everyone works hard and diets, yes, everyone can lose weight. Like it's it's sure it's science, less it's calories to calories burned to calories consumed. But everyone's body will look different. 100%. Not everyone will be no fat no matter how much you diet. Yeah. It just doesn't work that way. Some right. people are just built differently. Yeah, it literally is. It comes down to like genetics. It uh. really does. And you can, if you, it's hard because it, I'm sure for a lot of people, it's hard to realize, okay, this is healthy. Like right. I'm, I'm healthy in this moment. This feels good. And that's hard to do. But when you, when you do figure it out, you're like, okay, like this is like, this is my, this is my body. Mm-hmm. And like, sure, maybe it's not like exactly where I want to be. But like that's you're always gonna feel that way, yeah. and learning to accept that is hard. But it's I think the best way to combat that like 
that feeling that eats away at you like I'm not good enough I'm not good enough yep. I'm not good enough just kind of being like not body positivity but like okay like yeah like this is my body and I'm grateful for it and it's not where it wants to be but it's where I am right so like which is what Dem- did you uh, on Demi said that on Jamila's podcast she was oh, like yeah. I have to learn to just it's okay that I want to change my body but I have to just accept it here because she used this analogy and she said Okay, everyone in the room, like the her, I think it was the coach or the center, they were at, everyone was in a room and she said, okay, everyone who wants to lose weight, raise your hand. And everyone raised their hand. Mm-hmm. And then she said, okay, now everyone who wants to do something about it, raise your other hand. And she goes, now you're drowning. Yeah. You can't swim. And she goes, it's okay to want something, but you can't always do it. Right. If it's going to destroy you and make you sink into right. this negative abyss. So right. something I did notice is always the comments are always about you or Allison. It's like most of the body comments are never about the guys. Like right. Cameron sometimes gets comments. I will like occasionally get comments. I like there was a period of time where I lost weight and I remember and I never I never get this, so it's always startling to me how it must feel to get this every single day. Mm-hmm. But I remember there was one time from like the sorry days when I was a little bit heavier and then it was like two years later and we went to Texas to do this news show and the girl who was hosting came up to me and she said, Oh my gosh, you've lost so much weight. Like, can we talk about that? You look amazing. Oh my (laughs) God. You cannot. This is a PSA. (laughs) Just don't comment on people's bodies. Unless they ask for it. Yeah. Like, like, Oh, like guys, I've been really working out. Like I've lost so much weight. Like that's your journey that you say that. Right. But don't for, you need to number one, stop expecting people to notice you losing weight. And on top of that, everyone needs to stop saying you're losing weight, gaining weight. Do not comment on people's bodies because you have no idea what's going. Like you have no no idea. It could be like an underlying medical condition. It could be depression. It could could be be, they can't afford to eat. Right. It could. Yeah, exactly. Like just stop. (laughs) Stop. And it just makes you feel, it just isn't, it's like, it's so weird because me personally, when I lose weight, when I tone up, I'm like, yeah, like, good job. You're killing it. But when someone comments on it, I'm like, wait, they thought I was fat before. Yeah. Like they must, what did they think of me before I look like this? Right. And then every day you're like, well, how do I maintain this? Mm-hmm. What do I do? Is that cookie going to set me back? Yeah. And then it just, you spiral. So it's so, Oof. that's why it's like the whole like gastric bypass and stuff, that whole drastic change when it, it happens so fast and then you just feel so much pressure yeah to be this new person mm-hmm. and to live up to that standard that everyone else is seeing you as because who doesn't love praise who doesn't love right. people telling you you're attractive or you know good job or they're noticing we all your love to be to be valid we love to be validated yeah that's what i meant yeah <laughs> we need to do a whole other podcast yeah. on needing to be validated actually i'll just talk about that that's in therapy on, that's tomorrow. on you that's- <laughs> That's a podcast of your dreams. Uh, that is. But yeah, for sure. Just, yeah, the commenting on people's bodies, especially like obviously women, um, is really bad. And it's also perpetuated by other women. It's not I'm, just men. It's also so frustrating that a lot of comments around women's weight are always tied back to, oh, is she pregnant? Right, right, right. Which is uh, so offensive. It's not your damn business. It is so offensive to ask that. I, I don't get, I don't get it. I don't get why people, someone would ask that. It doesn't make any. It, it just doesn't make sense. Thing. I don't know what the world's fascination with it. Who's the next pregnant person? Right. Oh my god. Um, but like comments really, 
I mean, got to me when I was younger. I wasn't naturally thin as a child. I was a little bit pudgier. But also when I look back, when I like the way I think about myself in that time, when I talk about myself, I'm like, oh yeah, I was really overweight. But when I look at pictures, like I wasn't, I was just a boy, I was just a kid. Like I wasn't lean or athletic, but I was, I had like some fat, but I was just a kid. kid. Yeah. And that was so psychologically damaging to me to hear everyone else, I would like comment about it. And I remember hearing family members would like, just make little comments here and there about my boobs and just how they were more fuller. They were more like a girl's chest. And then I started to lean out kind of in high school, but I still had my boobs and there was nothing I could do about it because there was, there's some kind of like fat tissue under there. So it had nothing to do. I didn't really know why it was still there. So then I just kept thinking that I wasn't working hard enough. And I, so I started to really restrict my eating in high school. And I remember just constantly going into the bathroom, like lifting up my shirt and like pinching the areas that I didn't like. And then someone like a girl would walk down the hallway and be like, Caleb has boobs or like it was, but it was always jokes and they didn't think they were hurting me, but they were devastating me. Yeah. And so I remember when I got to college, actually no, in high school, I've never talked about this, but one time, and I think I've told you when the eating got really bad, I would like get a Starbucks Frappuccino and I would eat it or drink it and then I would try to like throw it up and I would like I wouldn't throw everything up I wasn't actually bulimic but I would try to or I would start eating food and I would chew it and I would swallow it a little bit but then be able to like regurgitate it and chew it and eat it again so I could keep eating without eating more it's disgusting it's so disgusting but that's I'm, what I that's what I did. Yeah. And then I got to college and really got into fitness and working out. And once I got to the point where I was eating really well, working out all the time and I still had that fat in my chest, that's when I was I was like, "Well, what's the point?" cuz people are still commenting on it and still making fun of me and I still notice it. And working out and dieting isn't doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. And that's the point because I wanted to touch on this too is like plastic surgery and is that okay and at what point does it become vain and what when is it okay and so at that point in my life I decided that I could not go on living every day just hating my body that much and I really did and I I decided to get lipo and I've talked about that before but I got liposuction on my chest and doing that has changed my entire life. Yeah. I mean, from the moment I did it, my whole every day, I'm not just pinching that one spot or thinking, oh, something's wrong with me. And it's different right. because I think about now, if like my belly, like I'm getting older, it's getting harder to have a flat belly, but I don't feel the same way. Like, oh, I just want to get lipo on that real quick. Right. I'm like, oh, just like work harder, or whatever, like change it. But I feel like for me, the chest thing was like more about... Like, you didn't feel like there was any way out. I feel like it was also like, a, yeah, like, a, like, a, like I'm a def- man yeah. and I have, like, female like features. You. Yeah. Like it was defining you. And that's the other thing, too. I think everything that people do is for their own reason. And we can't apply, like, a one-size-fits-all. I remember when I talked about getting liposuction for the first time with people, they said, you're fine the way you are. Like, no one notices. And I was like, well, you've commented on it before. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like... Yeah, if I don't care if no one notices. If it's something that... It's about you. Yeah. And, yeah, I think that's what matters the most. I think that the problem with plastic surgery is when, obviously, people don't talk about it. Yeah. 
that's what's damaging because yeah. then you get an unrealistic perception of what is is real and we talked about this before mm-hmm. because when people are getting these like high def laser lipo things kind of like i think i i mean i don't know if the kardashians have it but that's exactly what it looks like if they yeah. didn't <laughs> so. oh, it's like the kardashians did it and now everyone has the same body so like right. i mean it seems like it's a little manufactured so and it's so stressful because at the end of the day, if I get like, if I get something done, I think the normal response would be, it's my business, it's my body, like, don't ask about it. Mm-hmm. And I guess that could be okay for normal people. Mm-hmm. But if you have a social media following, I think you're more likely not to share it. And I think that you should be more accountable to share it. Exactly. But that's not easy or fun. It's not easy or fun, but I think it's part of like helping society. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of like, yeah, like that's what you should you should talk about it because everyone's gonna like compare themselves to you. Oh, she has the perfect jawline, like mm-hmm. oh, she has the perfect tiny little waist and or whatever. And it's like, yeah, people are just gonna compare themselves to you. And what what you are is unattainable, right? Without enhancement, right? Which is fine. You can do that. That's your. 100% that's your choice. I'm here for it. I had under eye filler. I was yeah. so self-conscious about my under eyes, but I talked about it all the time. Yeah. And no one else even like cared about my under no. eyes. <laughs> I did. And I got filler under my eyes. I don't have it anymore, but I was so happy. Mm-hmm. But like, I was like 100% like you have to talk about it. And I didn't even have like a big falling, but I did not want to like perpetuate this idea of like, yeah, I have perfect under eyes. Cause I would always do that. Like yeah. oh, she has perfect under eyes. <laughs> And then you feel guilty because you're like, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's so tricky because it is your body and you can do whatever you want with it. And I think it's totally fine if people do want to get lipo or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. live your truth if that's what's going to make you feel better. I love how always talking about she's getting lipo. Yeah. <laughs> and it's fine if it's it's not a risk to you, if you can afford it, whatever, that's great. But just don't act like you worked out for it. Yeah. That's what, that's what I'm most upset about is when people get that done and then are like, yeah, I changed my diet. I've just been like really hitting the gym. Like, shut up. Yeah. Shut your face. You probably have been, but you also got a vacuum shoved right. up your abdomen. <laughs> right. Oh, God. Ugh. It's it's like a hot rod stop. and they put you to I, sleep. Stop, Caleb, honestly, I God. still have scars. They People just like shove it in stop. and out. Like they're cleaning your car out. Stop, Caleb. Oh my God. Caleb, that's not cool. <laughs> it's not cool. What the fuck is wrong she with you? She just threw her headphones off if you're just listening. <laughs> my God. I'm going to throw up. It was a lot. <laughs> they actually, afterwards, they gave me a, a canister with my fat in it. <laughs> Stop. I don't want to talk about it anymore. All right, we're this done. is not Grey's Anatomy. It's my body, and if I want to talk about it, I <laughs> <No>. will. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. For that. That's disgusting. <laughs> Do you feel like you had... Were people commenting on your weight? I know that you said you struggled with it when you were younger. Did you? Was that right. consciously on your mind all the time, or did you... I've just never been skinny. I've never been built small. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been like always had a little extra weight on me since I can remember, and it's always been like... Ugh, oh she's just like the chubby friend like everyone else around me was so like i didn't understand like why is everyone around me so skinny but like i'm not (laughs) like i didn't i literally i could not understand i mean i like to eat (laughs) but honestly when i was younger like i didn't have like a good diet or like Mm -hmm. exercise i mean i danced or whatever but like 
it was something that I always felt so subconscious about and I like hated myself for it, but I didn't know like how to fix it. I didn't really understand, like mm-hmm. correlate the two really of like being healthy and like what that does for your body if you're not. But I feel like there's never been a time where I was like, okay, I'm skinny. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I woke up this morning and since I'm five pounds lighter, I'm so much happier. (laughs) All my problems are solved. I think um, I really appreciate like looking back, I was so upset. I was like, I, I God, I was praying all the time, like God, make me skinny, mm-hmm. like Kayla Newcomb, like yeah. me. <laughs> I just wanted to be, yeah. But I now think about, I'm kind of glad that I it didn't come easy to me because it forced me to learn at an earlier age about exercising and creating like good patterns. Yeah, and I think people who maybe were always naturally just gorgeous and like throughout high school yeah get kind of shocked when they are in their late 20s and it doesn't come so easy and then it becomes a lot harder to have to learn everything so i think it was kind of a blessing i i agree because it made the fitness marshal oh my god it's also something else i want to touch on is is kind of like everyone who doesn't not everyone. Okay, let me... Let me. She's generalizing. <laughs> There's this, like, the stigma of, like, all you need to do is, like, eat healthy, be, have a balanced life, like, work out, and, like, you'll be skinny. And I and I feel that what I've, what I've seen and experienced from people in, like, the media or whatever, celebrities, is that there's always, like, a trade-off. Yeah. Like... No, like I don't have a life. Like all I do is work out and eat well. Like I don't and I don't drink. I don't enjoy like Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, I don't enjoy like, <laughs> traveling to Italy and having a piece of pizza. Like that's I enjoy that. Yeah. I'm not giving it up. <laughs> but like at some point like you realize that like these celebrities they they know that they're being watched so harshly. Mm-hmm. So like they've that's the life they've chosen. It's like this is my life. Like, this is... And, yeah, they may be so healthy. Yeah. It may not even be, like, a situation in which they're not eating. But, like, that's their life. They have yeah. dedicated their life to looking that way. It's, like, a full-time job. <laughs> and they have a bunch of people helping them. They have... They're spending tens of thousands of dollars yeah. on all of these, like, nutritionists and physical trainers and chefs. You know what I mean? Like, Ugh. things that not normal... People don't have access right. to that or the money for that. So, like, that's always something to keep in mind. Like, yeah, you can, maybe you can look that way. Yeah. But, like. What are you willing to give up for What it? are you going to give up? Because you're going to have to give up something. I remember texting you last week, and I just was, like, I cannot imagine working out more than I do now. Right. Like, I would not be happy. Right. And I, I as I'm getting older, I'm 27 now, I'm realizing I just want to be happy yeah. and healthy. Those are my top two goals. And I feel like as I age looking perfect becomes less and less important to me mm-hmm. is because I feel like my mental health, the minute something is harming my mental health or taking away from my life, it's just not worth it to me. Going to the gym an extra day of the week is not worth it to me when I could spend mm-hmm. that day with Cameron or editing a video or making up a dance or just doing something I enjoy. Yeah. And it's just such a balance. And that's what I've, I've learned. I'm okay with not having a six pack or 
being you know four percent body fat like i'm okay with the way that i am and if that never changes that's fine because i'm happy right it's like it's kind of corny but like those memes or whatever not really a meme but those things on facebook it's like those extra 15 pounds you're carrying those are your memories you know (laughs) those are your late night um taco bell runs with your best friends those are your you know you're traveled and you had a the best food that that country had to offer even though it's so corny it's It's true true. it's so true because like yeah like i enjoy like having drinks with my friends or like you know going out to like a nice dinner or like having like a bowl of ice cream (laughs) just like things like that things that those things make me happy yeah so i'm just like i'm not i would rather just sit in the body i'm in and go get pizza every once in a while oh my gosh i'm telling you what another definition on my abs are not worth giving up um ice cream no (laughs) it's just not it's just not it's just it's not and i i don't think that i always thought that way no but i feel like yeah yeah that's kind of my journey i mean i do we do our best yeah when we don't don't get us wrong we're not just like oh just do whatever you want like Right, like we still work out. Like that's the thing is that like I'm, we're still working out like four to five days a week, <laughs> and and eating and like, well, eating like well. eating good foods. Yeah, like we we rarely eat out. Like I I cook almost every single one of my meals, and if I order in, it's always sweet green. So like I like I tr- I try. If you you just can't try harder without try devastating your yourself. Without, yeah. without just being so upset. <laughs> And it's just not worth it. And I feel like more people are starting to talk about it. And I think social media is being used as a tool to kind of take that back. And more people are posting pictures, not editing it. Like Demi Lovato, the other posting her like body pictures. And she's like, yeah, I used to morph them, but like, this is who I am and deal with it. Yeah. And I think that helps so much because everyone feels the same way. And it's up to all of us to not perpetuate a false reality of what a body should look like. Yeah. Even if that means sacrificing our own pride to do it. Yeah. Which is scary. And so scary. Makes us super, super vulnerable. But you can't be upset about the culture and then do nothing to change it. It's not fair that the culture is that way and it shouldn't be your job. But right. It, I mean, it's all of our jobs. Mm-hmm. I agree. Which I agree. is why I, when I edit my photos, because I smooth... I smooth and I detail, and mm-hmm. you know what I do? I contour my cheeks a little bit with the paint tool and Facetune. But what I don't do still is morph my body. Right. And I also don't wipe my teeth because I said Here in the vlog the other day, if you want white teeth, then you should bleach it, bleach it, <laughs> bleach, <laughs> bleach it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think morph. I think people who morph their bodies. I'm super uncomfortable with that, and yeah. I don't think even. And it's it's so common, but it's I, very oh. Facetune makes it so easy to like perpetuate that. That I just thing. want that tool removed. I know. <laughs> it's just not. I don't care who it's, you are. It's not. I don't think it's okay to use yeah. it. Yeah. And it sucks because you want to. Right. Because you see it and you're like, if I were just tucked in a little tiny like, bit right look there. Look how much better this would look if I did this. And so it's like, where's the line? Because yeah. you, you're putting makeup on your face. You're smoothing out details, which mm-hmm. also is not real. Mm-hmm. I just, for some reason, I feel like reshaping body parts is where it gets way too far. Right. Because here we go. My skin is like... It can be better. It can, it's just like... And it's not really up to you. It's not really up to me, so... <laughs> 
Um, but like also with Photoshop and even, even professional photos, when I see, we've done some professional photo shoots and there've been pictures where I think that they've retouched them or made my arms look a little bit bigger or like my hair a little fuller and stuff. And that trips me out. Cause yeah. I'm like, whoa, you looked at that picture and you said, oh, something's wrong. Right. And you're like, wait, who is that person? That's not me. There's nothing worse than someone else retouching your photo. Oh my God. It's my fucking nightmare. It is my oh, nightmare. Oh, so that's, that's what you saw. <laughs> that's oh, okay. You saw. So you see exactly what I see. You got it. <laughs> and I remember I didn't even realize that. Cause when I was in high school, my mom took a picture and I had just learned how to use Photoshop. So I did it and I like took her waist in a lot. And then I gave it back to her and she was like, oh. That's fucked up, Kayla. And I was like... That's mom, she gave birth to you. And I was like, wow. I just... That's a horrible thing to do. I've never done yeah. that to someone since. <laughs> I bet you haven't. I bet not. Um, but yeah, I think the takeaway is that we all have a lot of power. Whether that's in what we're posting, what we're commenting. Just be so conscious because what you do feeds into the cycle Mm -hmm. whether you think it does or not because you're probably a victim of the cycle as well so it's hard to not want to fight back at it but that's just making it worse for everybody yeah so just be a good neighbor and don't ask if someone's pregnant yeah that's very simple really (laughs) (laughs) it's like a good roll of thumb i would say (laughs) um do we have a uh, recommendation for the week? I do. What? I wish that I had a music one, but I really need to talk about this. I need to talk about Michelle Obama's documentary. Oh. It's called Becoming, and it's like her on her book tour. Um, it's just a very moving documentary, and just, God, I love her. <laughs> I just love her. Like, she just, she's a boss bitch. She's would... like the definition of that, and I love how she just, she she was the first lady and she's just she's just a down ass bitch <laughs> and she knows it but she also knows that she's she's smart mm-hmm. and she will not she will not let anyone try to down her for not being smart right cuz she's like yeah like i've been in some of she's she's not afraid to gloat right. and that's why that's why i love her she's like yeah i've been in some of the in, in like the most intimidating situations in the in the room with like the most influential people in the world thinking like wow how did i get here and then five minutes in being like how did they get here yeah. and i'm just like yes yeah. like yes it's such a good documentary it's on netflix so that's my recommendation for this week if that's you have like good. an hour and a half i really want to watch that yeah i so really good. do i need a good documentary because i've been watching still the gilmore girls and I am on a season seven, which is the final season, mm-hmm. and we are about fifteen episodes away. So if you have not seen that, did you, didn't you already recommend that? Did I? I just really you're want always like to recommending watch it. a show. I mean, like, that, do you have anything else? That the morning show. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> let me go into my files. <laughs> let me see something. You know what? I'm gonna. Mm, I was gonna oh, re- also, guys, I made a Spotify playlist. Yes, you did. And a lot of people followed it, actually. And it's a workout playlist. It's like my workout playlist. So, yeah, I don't know. How, we'll probably, maybe we'll put it in the description here for you guys to. It's like a very long playlist, like four hours of music. So, like, you won't get bored. It's a lot of upbeat girl power songs with a little bit of some throwbacks. So, definitely go check it out. It's called You Better Work. And the first song is Work Bitch. Do I get a chance to speak? <laughs> no, after last week, after last week and no one caring about me, 
<laughs> I deserve it. I would like to recommend um, Invitation by Britney Spears because oh my God. that song. Why are you rolling your eyes? It's just like, no one's going to take that. No one's going to listen to it. So you get mad about my show, and then you get mad about my music. It's what do you like? It's not good enough. It's just not good enough. Invitations, and that's what upsets me, because it's such a good song. It's such a good album, and I don't know how to get people to care. It is a good album. I'm not saying that. I'm just like over like... You invoke the feeling. <laughs> over like better. It's so much better. Yeah, it's yeah. so much better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, just listen to glory oh it's so funny that her um her album like went one on itunes her album glory is was released in 2016 it's the last thing she's ever released Mm -hmm. and that went number one two weeks ago on itunes because there's like a justice for glory movement (laughs) because it was such a good this is a whole other podcast cliff notes such a good album not a whole other podcast (laughs) such a good album and it was cut short. Britney, this is the first one that she sang on since <laughs> the album where she didn't sing at all, Britney Jean. Yeah. And she was so excited about it. And they filmed the first video for it. It was gorgeous. It was to make me. And then it got cut and scrapped. And the director of that is who directed every time he shot her Rolling Stone cover with the Teletubby in the pink background. And he shot all the album artwork. And mm-hmm. so they got in a fight and scrapped that video. And so they scrapped all of his material for the photo shoots. So they ended up shooting a really low budget lead single video a few weeks later and then just took screenshots of the video and made that all the album pictures thus infuriating the bit i almost said the booty army (laughs) the britney army same thing (laughs) and now four years later it's number one so they released the actual original cover of it to celebrate which is in my opinion her one of her best covers it's so good it really is so justice for glory okay well that was oh okay uh, intention Was that for enough week? for you? Yeah. <laughs> intention for the week, Caleb. Um, I think my intention for the week is to celebrate my wins more. Cool. Uh, just like the little victories um, and just really appreciate them. Cool. My intention is just to find anything to celebrate. Oh. <laughs> That's not bad. Oh. Oh. I will celebrate your victories. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) That came out, like, way worse than I thought it would. (laughs) Coming. Coming with my ex. (laughs) I think we should leave. (laughs) What just happened? I literally still don't understand why that's so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Copy. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's fine. Copy with my hands. (laughs)